Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in again. This is the Broke Woke Podcast. You know, I'm Connor Christmas. I'm Farah Satia. We're back, baby. Oh, yeah. This is like, we're consistent this round, eh? We're doing, we're doing good. Well. We're doing well for ourselves. Yeah. I don't know if we probably had less listeners this round, but hey, we're doing it now. We're doing it now. And you know what? Uh, consistency will hopefully breed uh, <laughs> a more committed audience. Yeah, I hope some people appreciate it. Shout out, really shout out to to you if you've been listening. We we appreciate it. I don't get told who listens. We just get told if people listen. So yeah, yeah that's no, so thank, thank you to the dedicated the dedicated few. If they're the, out there. The few the proud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how 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 are you doing? How are you holding up? I'm doing pretty good. Kind of back yeah. to regular business after the holidays. Yeah, we uh we we just did what, New Year's. We were we we haven't actually been uh physically around each other in a in a hot minute. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing this all over Zoom, and I haven't been to Lethbridge since like maybe I don't know September. Yeah, it had been a little while. Um, yeah, and I refused to leave my beautiful small city. <laughs> we've been both doing. I I was on the road. You were yeah. doing what I you was, do. I was at home, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <I was, laughs> You're finishing was, up the special. Finishing up the special. We were doing a lot of that post stuff. And then corporate season actually kept me around here. Yeah, that's nice. You got the club, club connection, the club ownership. And that attracts uh, a lot of business during the holiday season. It That it does. Now, actually, what was interesting was I wasn't at, even at the club that much. I was doing... So it was all like companies booking out like conference centers and, and whatever. Um, and it was, but it was all like Lethbridge based stuff. So they were all booking stuff in the area. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, and doing it. So I was in Lethbridge, but not at the club uh, and not on the road. I, I was just around the city. Not bad. Performing at the Moose Lodge or whatever. <laughs> no, no. I was perform. I performed at the old, the Coast Hotel. A few oh, times. Oh, Ritzy. Yeah, they got that, that that cute little conference center. Yeah. And uh, I, the NMAX, the NMAX center, I, I, I was, I did a, a thing or two there. Whoa. And uh, yeah, but not for the whole NMAX center. And now, if, if for those of you that aren't uh, familiar with Lethbridge lore, uh, the NMAX center is a, it's a, it's an arena. It's a, it's an arena that we have here. But I, that's where- I, that's where Bruce Springsteen plays when he comes. That's where Bruce. I. I. Yeah. Does he? Has he been here? I don't know. That just seemed like a very appropriate person. Is that where? Fair enough. I mean, yeah, they do love them some Bruce Springsteen out here. But yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if he'd ever come here. But uh, Russell Peters. Russell Peters has been. Uh, he's played the NMAX. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where uh, the big is- hockey games happen. Right, that's where all the big hockey games happen. Jim Gaffigan has done the NMAX Center. Oh yeah, Jim Gaffigan would slay in Lethbridge. Oh boy, does he! A Mormon favorite. That's right, because he looks Mormon. 
So like, and he well, and he t- he talks Mormon too. He does. He's so clean. He's notoriously like the cleanest comic. Yeah, <laughs> big Mormon energy coming out of Jim Gaffigan. So he comes down to Lethbridge and just sells out the arena here several nights over. Yeah, uh, does well for himself. But uh, now, now I wasn't doing the whole arena. It was really just the floor uh, because a couple of the very big, like the 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 city had a corporate event and uh one other like yeah and then there's like a lounge that i'll in there that i'll i'll perform at as well i'm not i'm not i'm not quite filling stadiums just not well quite, yeah. Uh, yeah i didn't really assume so but still... yeah but i want to make it clear <laughs> that, like, I, I don't even want to like pretend you know what i mean hey well, when i was playing the mx it was just the floor of the end <laughs> it's covid seating <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah it was it was it definitely some of the biggest uh, audiences like that was still some of the biggest audiences I'd ever uh, ever really had uh, now because, yeah, the, a corporate event is now the biggest number of people I've performed for. What is your like most favorite venue to perform in and what's your least favorite venue to perform in? OK, favorite venue to perform in. I'm torn. There's two. Uh, one is uh, my club. Good Times Lethbridge Comedy Club. And uh, the other would be the Laugh Shop in Calgary. No, Okay, so like I was going less on specific places, more like what type of venues? Oh, clubs. My favorite types of venues are clubs. Okay. That's, yeah, uh, that's always going to be clubs just because it's an audience that's trained for, for stand-up. They love stand-up. Uh, they're here very specifically for what it is, and they know how to act. So you're not getting heckled quite as often. Your the people are engaged. They're there for jokes, so you don't have to like hold back as much. So gotta love the clubs. Least favorite? I mean, daytime. Anything if it's if it's at the day in the day, the sun is out. And no, no time, no time. Just the venue. Damn it, man. Um, well, because mine is conference centers for sure. Like I was like going to say centers and hotels, like a conference center during the day though. Like, that's the thing. A conference center at night. Isn't that bad? I don't know, man. They don't like usually those part. They don't usually have windows unless like there's some in the summertime where, yeah, it's daytime still, but Daytime is always going to be worse, for sure. A lot of bars are kind of iffy, too, man. I don't like performing at a lot of bars. Yeah, daytime daytime's always going to be worse, for sure. I, Yeah, it's like... Because no one wants to be... They don't want to be seen laughing at, you know, foreskin jokes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, say, like... But there's still, like, if you're in a windowless conference center or a windowless... Or a conference room, I should say. Or, or a windowless like club you can at least still simulate the energy of a club yeah uh, but if it's daytime and you're in like a you know you're at like the corner of like a hotel or like a or a bar with with big windows then it's like forget about it a brewery or something it's like nah, this is not ideal yeah but you like you know you can have when it comes to audiences not really need either heckling or like um are you not doing well in front of them that can happen anywhere you know oh of course it can it's just uh you know uh you want to do the most you can to control the environment 
Yeah, I got a good uh I got a good heckle while I was doing crowd work <laughs> in Calgary the like last week. It was the best thing ever. I was like talking to this couple. We were talking about like it, I was asking if anyone was on a date and two people kind of like hesitantly like and then they didn't clap so i was like okay i'm talking to them for sure that's something interesting trying to unpack it and i was like you guys on a date and i was trying to kind of get into it and and the one guy (laughs) he was so he had no problem talking to me and he was just like leaning back in his chair like super like man spready kind of behavior and uh and he was just like move along white boy (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one i like it was i was like i got a man i like i thought that i knew what my uh debut special was going to be your album but i might have to change it to that (laughs) yeah man that's a great title for an album at least get like at least get t-shirts made that's like my pretty fly for a white guy that's my version of that Yeah, there it is. Move along, white boy. Move That's along, fire. white boy. Move along. and he did like he did like the the backhand like brush off. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, like the yeah, like yeah, the sweep yeah, away yeah. with the fingers, the back of the fingers. That's what you like to see, man. It was so funny, man. It I buckled. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the energy I like to bring. There was uh one of the greatest moments ever. I was in uh I was in Vancouver in the fall. And we had this, there was like this white lady that came in, but clearly like a white lady that's, she's only been around black men for most of her adult life. And and it just, it was the energy she brought, full Adidas tracksuit, you know, uh, inflated lips, uh, big hair. I was like, oh man, you know, just thick white lady. I was like, all right, there's the energy she's bringing. She comes into this show. She's drunk right at the start. The host is trying to go up, do his thing. And every time he would bring a topic up, so just start a premise for a joke, uh, re- immediately in the setup, if it was something she vibed with, she would get up out of her seat and go, here we go. All right. <laughs> That's so like, this good. Isn't, it's so good. I'm like, this isn't a rap battle. What are you doing? You want it, it and like... then, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So when I, I I'm closing this show, I get up. And she's been doing this all night. And at this point, she's argued with people. She's whatever. And she goes up and I immediately, it's like, okay, I know I can't get through the material. So now I'm just having a, having a, a good old chat with her and it's killing. Like, she's a comedian at heart. This girl is, is crushing this show. And I'll never forget, I'm about to start a bit. And I'm like, uh, hey, like, are there any dog people? Any dog moms? Any of that in the audience? And then, uh, and you know, some people clap, whatever. And I'm like, uh, and then I'm like, yeah, what about you? Her, uh, I'll never, her name was Nicole. Okay. Um, I'm like, hey, what about you, Nicole? You ever have a dog? And then she just yells back, it died. <laughs> <laughs> I have never laughed harder on stage in my life. Uh, the room at this point is a shambles. Uh, I'm on the floor. I've I've completely sat down on stage. <laughs> uh, like like I buckled completely. Knees are weak. I can't I can't even talk anymore. And the, the the room's losing it. And it was all just like because as as a unit, you could see the entire room go. Of course, you know, like of course you had one and it's gone. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, what were you gonna say? 
I was going to say that it like immediately those shows, uh, unfortunately sometimes, but like they, and, and not every comic can do it if there's like multiple comics on the show, but like it has to become kind of about them a little bit. Like if they're just so positive about it and because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a similar thing. There was a, but it, it was an open mic, right? So not, a, not a club, just like this basement bar and this super tall blonde lady with like very big breasted and like showing it off little black dress. She's on a night out and it's a Wednesday. She's <laughs> and she's at the show and every comic before me, there's like, I don't know, four, maybe five. She's doing the same thing. She's just like, Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, just hype man in it. And like, <laughs> and making like people stumble a little bit. Right. Cause it is distracting. You're not used to that. You don't expect it. And so I was like, okay, if I, if this is going to go well, I just have to make this all about her. At least the first part, I have to acknowledge the fact that she is here. <laughs> like that's what she wants. If I appease her, then it'll be fine. And yeah, I, I go up and I don't know. I'm like kind of making fun of her a little bit. Like I think I do like some real housewife joke. And then I was like, do you like football? She was like, yeah, I love football. I was like, of course you do because you're watching the comedy show. Like you're watching like Sunday night football. This is like every setup, every pass, every play. You're just like, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time it's like, all right. Okay. Yeah. That's my team. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. She was, she was the Migos. It was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was yeah, yeah. <laughs> just full, just straight up ad libbing everything. All right. <laughs> let's go. Skirt. <laughs> it's so that good was, it was amazing i've never seen anything like that and like and we all wanted to get mad but but it was so funny right it's like sometimes you just when it's that excitement like well on the new year's show that we did there was that table of ladies like and all the they were getting in the way of the show because they were talking to each other in between jokes that they enjoyed and like a lot of comics i don't think realize this but like a lot of the time, especially in Canada, they're just like, if you have a joke that really hits, they're like, and they're there with friends, they're going to be like, hey, remember that time that that remind? And like, they're going to tell, they have their little story about it, right? If it's a relatable joke. And that's what they're trying to do. So you can't necessarily shut them down right away. Like, what did I say? <laughs> I was like, just, hey, ladies, just because you came out New Year's Eve with your titties, basically out doesn't mean that you can talk throughout the show you know <laughs> and you like just playfully you're like you look great you need to shut up you <laughs> i know yeah. and i got into it too with them there i was like i said that whole explanation i was like i know that you're just like you're like hey i remember that time that we did that thing <laughs> like just take it outside okay you start a podcast later <laughs> yeah I, I think there's a lot of people yeah you'll see come out to shows and like uh i know uh one of my favorite, uh, Brittany Lysing, uh, will always like when when people are doing that, just say, "Hey, like this isn't Netflix. I can hear you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's like a, I don't know. I hear, I've done that a couple times. I've heard. I don't know if I've maybe stolen that from her, and I shouldn't do it anymore. But I feel like a, it's a pretty generic thing that people understand that you can just yeah. be like, "Yo, don't." And that is like that is an etiquette thing because most people watch their comedy on Netflix and and on YouTube and they talk throughout it and the amount of people that say that like this is their first live comedy show especially in Lethbridge or somewhere then you're like oh this is understandable why you're such a fucking 
asshole. We did that corporate in that really small town in, at uh, the distillery. I'll, I'll keep it nameless because they're they are a really good distillery. Uh, but the there was a guy talking through my set the whole time. The guy wasn't even there for the show. I think he was picking up a takeout order. Some farmer type. Oh yeah, and then he was just chatting with the owner for yeah for twenty minutes, man. And the owner was so nice, and I I like both of them were so nice, and like they gave us like free dessert and like and fed us, gave us drinks and all this stuff, and but then they were just so rude throughout the set, and they had no idea. They just thought they were being friendly still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's just it. And yeah, it's a a lot of time it comes down to just not knowing what the etiquette is for that sort of thing, especially because there's a lot of other live situations where you can get away with chatting. Like it's fine at, you know, a music concert or. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, like a lot of these other things like for, you know, you, where you can kind of tuck yourself away and talk at these things, but yeah, stand up. It's like, man, the, this is crucial. Like the setup is needed for the punchline to land. And the moment you take any momentum out of the setup, it kind of kills the entire thing. Yeah, and even so, if the comic yeah. can barrel through it with you talking, the audience might not be able to, the people around you. Sit yeah, down. no, that's just it, right? It doesn't land the way that it should, and next thing you know, things get derailed. Yeah, you're like, yeah, that <laughs> that happened to me in Grand Prairie right before Christmas. That was the first time ever in like my eight-ish years of comedy someone was like, you suck. <laughs> that was... <laughs> The first yeah. time. I'm not even lying. And yeah, and it was just because there were like four separate Christmas parties there. And they were all, you know, half of them just wanted to talk the whole time. And so they were chatting. The room is huge. It's like 300 people packed. And so like half the people can't even hear. I say something like I do a joke about my dad and I'm like, I don't get a reaction. And I'm like, what? You guys don't have dads? And then one guy's like, no, you just suck. <laughs> I got so defensive and I was just like, yeah, it's, maybe if you shut the fuck up for five minutes, it wouldn't suck so much. Jesus Christ. Like, have you heard any of that? I got Man, so, yeah. so razzled. I was like, who said that? And then no one, no <laughs> who one said that. No one answered. And I was like, yeah, it's easy to I be a name. It's easy to be a faceless name or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Who said that is, I mean, that's gotta be the one where it's like, that's the one phrase where it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> We're in <laughs> trouble. Yeah. I got and like, Oh, we got him. We got, we got to him. We got, <laughs> we got him. who said that? Yeah. That's the phrase. Who said that? That's so funny. Man, when I was in, um, when I was in Montreal for JFL, the, uh, James A. Caster, he had a, a show called heckler's welcome. And he explained at the start of the show, he was like, this isn't for hecklers. Like, I don't want you to heckle. But he's like, I'm just tired of controlling you. You know, I've been doing this for 14 years. And every time I get on stage, I get so nervous that someone's going to like shout at me during my set because I always get so defensive and I always just go right to them being a pedo. <laughs> and then he's like, someone's, even if it's positive or something, they're like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you just shut up, you pedo. <laughs> and then he goes into talking about how he's like, because he, he tells stories about when he was a kid and he's like, I feel like I'm protecting this young boy, right? This young, sensitive British boy. And, uh, and, and it's like, you're touching him. So you are a pedo. I'm being honest, but <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. And, and there was only like four heckles, like, it was basically a normal show 
like he didn't get like maybe any more any less it was in a theater so usually you would get like none there but who knows and uh <laughs> there was a couple like very good placed ones and he's like i'll give you that like good callback that was well timed <laughs> <laughs> and then there was one lady he was like she tried twice and they were all like they were about like fucking his dog and he was like now I know that this is called Heckler's Welcome, and I don't want to speak for the crowd here, um, but I'm just going to guess, and they can clap along if they'd like, but maybe you should stop trying. And then the whole crowd just like went apeshit. Yeah. <laughs> like a like, club of like, like a theater of like 650, 700 people just fucking going crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be a, a sight to, to, to behold. Yeah, it was nuts, really, man. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was the theater that we got to perform in after the fire happened so right yeah the fire at the old venue we got moved to pete holmes's show club soda in montreal is what it's called club soda sounds yeah. fancy it's, it's like a uh, name it's nice it's like a big as a theater like you can get as many people in there but they like they do have kind of cocktail seating so there's like a pit and then there's kind of up on the sides there's one level and then there's a balcony that going around the whole perimeter above that so there's like two levels yeah that's real fancy oh yeah i ain't done none of that <laughs> i don't know if i'll ever do it again who knows <laughs> oh no no the time is coming man what are you talking about hey man yeah i'm working towards it but i just don't want to you know yeah don't want to be presumptuous but you know manifest that shit isn't that Thanks. what white people do these days i guess i'm just like i know that people some people will listen to this and i just don't want to People think I'm arrogant enough. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got I've gotten some people told me that I humble humble brag. Um and uh I don't I had to kind of like look up what that actually is and I'm like, oh maybe I kind of do do that. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I think you'll slip up. Yeah, you'll you'll drop a little humble brag here and there. I don't try to. I just like I guess no, I try I don't think to, you try to, but yeah. I yeah. try and soften my accomplishments because i don't want to make people feel bad <laughs> that's what it no, is that that's that's brutal because <laughs> i'm awesome dude <laughs> I, I try to soften like that was a humble break right? i know that see i'm bad with i'm bad at it i'm, I'm bad with it i'm bad with it are no, you but... even trying is my are you even trying but how do you talk tell me how do you how do i not humble brag anymore uh well i i found uh talking about oneself less talking about yourself no no no, no, no. that's not an option though that's not oh uh, fair okay all right okay you if if it needs to be about you then then just don't be humble just brag oh okay all right (laughs) just just be like you know what i'm god's gift to the genre and uh yeah i'll see you at my next theater you know well, what about okay? So, what about it, what about if people, because like I don't know, people find being an entertainer and being a comic an interesting job, and so when they when you find that a lot of people bring it up to you, and this is basically like a therapy session now. This is why I ask my therapist. I'm like, am I crazy? <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'm basically a therapist. I've got a management degree. Yeah, you're good. Spanish. You're yeah. good. Uh, you're close to God. Um. <laughs> close to God, closer yeah. than you. <laughs> You're a man of God. 
<laughs> would call it close, maybe relatively speaking. All right, but... well, whatever. <laughs> Let me have this. <laughs> so okay. when they when people bring it up to you, because that's like maybe maybe that's all they know about me as is, is right. that I do. This is the main thing they know, and they bring it up because that's what they know and that's what they see on my social media. How? What about then? Because then, like, I want to talk about other things still, especially when it's like just friends hanging out. I don't need to talk about that shit all the time. What about then, Forrest? What about then? What about them? Well, yeah, ask them about like what's what's just completely changed. You're like, no, shut up. Oh, what about well, you? okay. Well, like if they're asking about Jelani, I usually just try to give like the most. Oh, do you travel a lot then? Yeah, I do. I, you know, I. And then they might be, oh, what's the coolest place you've been? And then I'll be like, the coolest place I've been is Grand Prairie, Alberta. And then, um, no, that that's you know what? I can't even joke about that. That's I I that it's a third world country and it's the worst place on on earth. But uh, <laughs> it's always foggy. Why is it always foggy and like just around the town? That's not even a lie. Because it's it's the it's the it's the Bermuda Triangle. Of Alberta, of I like honestly because it's scarier. You know what I mean? It is. It's so scary. I'd rather go to the actual Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Me too. There's a because at least like at least I can say it was a mysterious monster or weather that doesn't make any sense that took my life. You know, instead of a backwoods racist. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a like oh. Why even go there if you know those people exist? Yeah, instead of a Chuck or a Tyler. And then I'm like, well, I thought they were better. You know, like Alberta, I think, doesn't get enough credit for not being that awful. Yeah. Or at least not being as awful as its reputation is outside of Alberta. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? But Grand Prairie not only lives up to that reputation, it exceeds it. (laughs) Absolutely. It's the stamp. (laughs) <laughs> it is when listen the most popular night of the week is wednesday amateur night at the strip club that's like that's the thing that's what gets everyone out of the house in grand prairie and then they go to the casino after <laughs> they're like it's crazy they're oh like, yeah listen, dude. there's a there's a travel nurse in uh you know from reno and her grandma's sick so she needs some extra money and uh so <laughs> It's amateur night at the strip club. I think she's coming out tonight. <laughs> this is this is this is how people talk in that city. Yeah. Oh God. It's crazy. So anyway, but uh going back to that, it's it's you know, people will be like, Oh, you know, do you do you travel? Yeah, okay, I'll tell you about my favorite place. And then oh, that's where I'll just be like, Oh, you know, do you travel a lot? Oh, does your job take you or do you just enjoy or whatever? And then just try to put it back on them as much as I can. And if they really like insist and ask questions then okay, yeah, now I'm at a point where they're like, oh, like, are you on TV or are you on whatever? And it's like, okay, you know what? Pat yourself on the back. There it is. There, there's your, there's your open door. Walk through it. You know? (laughs) Okay. All right. Do you have like a certain amount of questions that you're like, okay, now it's my time. (laughs) A certain amount of questions. Well, it's when they just start getting more specific. Okay. Is and so then it's yeah like oh do you I don't I do know the type of exactly who you're talking about like and it's usually it's not often your friends it's usually people like after shows or something but (laughs) 
yeah it's it, that's what it typically ends up being it's like someone like uh, oh you just had a really good set whatever and then they're like oh man are you like oh is there other places i can find your stuff like do you you know so now it's like okay social media whatever oh do you have any other dates like uh or, or how long are you here for uh where else are you on this tour and all that stuff it's like yeah okay tell them you know yeah it is in those little moments though when like when you don't know where it's gonna go that's where the humble brakes slip out sometimes i guess sometimes yeah that's yeah that's the danger zone for me but yeah and <laughs> <laughs> that like that's already it was like i feel i feel bad telling people about my accomplishments <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> I just don't want them to feel worse about their measly lives. Yeah, well, I know <laughs> it's their words, not mine. Oh, you're assistant <laughs> manager at Best Buy. I just did just. <laughs> Sometimes it's in the tone, though. You know, sometimes they're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe man. I need to. Yeah, that's. I'll, I'll shift that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that is so funny. Uh, that's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Or like even now when you're like, I don't think I do it, but maybe it comes <laughs> out by accident. I just feel bad telling people how successful. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this says more about my upbringing than it does about me. Oh man, that is so funny. Okay, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, but that yeah. Normally, how I try to navigate it is like I'll answer the question and then try to and then try to ask a question back before the, it turns into like an interview. Man, I think I just lost so many friends. If they listen, I... <laughs> well, no, I think well, this is therapy. So I think okay, the, right, I'm taking. I'm being accountable. The friends you lost, you've already lost them when you were humble bragging to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I sure did. Well, I think, so, man, and in my defense, it's really just ignorance to recognizing what it what it was. <laughs> so what I'm if they're listening to this, they're now watching your redemption story. Yeah. yeah that's i think that 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 so if, if if they've come in and they've heard this part they're like oh okay a problem has been recognized and uh we're and he's taking steps to change it so for me for me i'm gonna yeah. we gotta do new year's resolutions quick for me it's gonna be i never thought about this before until now i'm gonna quit humble bragging i'm just gonna straight up be a cocky dickhead and um, well that's not what i said <laughs> But okay. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> these are my these are my broke woke resolutions. Okay. Fair these, okay. These are broke, that's a broke one. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like it's a it's a woke and a broke in one. No, that was, um, that's just broke. Let, and quite come on. Let's let's call a spade a spade. That's just broke. For podcast sake, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I don't want to reveal my fucking deck of cards here, Faris. That's just a more entertaining answer. I thought you were on the same yeah, vibe. It's an entertaining answer, and it's broke. That's okay. Yeah. You took the low road, and I respect it. <laughs> And then also, um, oh, well, now I forget the second one. It was going to be, uh, oh, I'm going to be, because I'm also pretty passive aggressive. I'm going to be, I'm going to be more aggressive. Nice. I'm going to be a great, oh, dude, I'm going to be the next Andrew Tate. Can mark my words. Okay. <laughs> All right. But like Red for my pill. own, my own morals. Red pill needs a queer. So you know what? Yeah. There it is. There's your niche. <laughs> Oh God, this season's been fucking nuts. Okay, what is what is your New Year's resolution? What are your broke woke resolutions? 
my my broke woke resolutions. But here's the thing: I I I skipped. I haven't even thought about resolutions this year. I had neither until we talked about that. So, yeah, dig, fair dig, enough. Yeah, dig deep. That's something you want to change? No, I want to still. I want to just keep being me. Trash. I want to yeah. keep being my 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 garbage self. You want to stagnate? You just want to be a stagnant pond. Ooh, I want a plateau, baby. Uh, you just want to be some kind, some little pool of water that in the mountains someone forgot about just getting algae and disgust and full of shit that's right i want to hit the sophomore wall okay you're you're swamping 2023 you're the swamp last year was a big year for me this year i gotta i need to hit a wall yeah that's just what happens oh you're asking for struggle I man, I've been had struggle. Don't get, <laughs> I've but, been had struggle. I've been, <laughs> but listen to me, I, I, I grew, I grew last year. Okay. This year, this year I, I stagnate. You're gonna. This soak. year I plateau. You're just gonna. This soak. year, I, I'm gonna soak, and I'm not gonna wash. <laughs> I like this. It. Yeah, yeah. This year I'm hitting the wall. All right, you heard it here first, folks. What are your what are your broke woke resolutions for the year? Let us know. No one ever does, but let us know. We gotta do let it. Let us know. Tell us what's good. Yeah. Make sure you rate, review, share, tell your friends if you like it. It's just a good good time. Just it's like it's almost this is like beanbag chair conversation. Oh yeah, we do have good beanbag energy. <laughs> so lay back. You can listen up with friends. Tell your friends about us. What else do they got to do, Faraz? What else they got to do? They got to tell their friends about us. Humble brag to your friends. Humble uh, brag. In 2023. All right. Tell them, tell them why you don't want to embarrass them because of how good you are. <laughs> All right. This is, this, is what, this is what I bestow upon you, oh, active listener. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> All right. Go to your friends. Tell them they ain't shit. By saying how great you are. That's right. And that because of your empathy, because you're an empath, you don't want to keep rubbing your successes in their face. Oh, God, I'm so... It's those moments when you just find out how cringe you are. You think you go through life thinking you're not a cringy person. All right, y'all, <laughs> fucking stay broke. Stay woke, baby. <laughs> Tune in next time. <laughs>